Hello, everyone, and welcome back to High Scores and High Spots, your podcasting home for all things professional wrestling and video games. Before we get started, you can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Sabri ENT. We're on Facebook at High Scores and High Spots Podcast. I am Ryan, and with me is my co-host, my older brother. No, he is not in a submarine. He's in his car. It's my older brother, Nathan. Dude, it's loud as hell in here. Uh, let's. We got. We got. We got Saudi Arabia picks. We got New Japan picks. I think that's what we're doing. Yeah. And we got. Uh, we got to talk about some AEW and Impact, and we also got some video game reviews to get through. So we got a lot of stuff for you today. Uh, dynamite was sure something. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna get into all of that. Uh, we'll be doing our picks at the end. Um, so stay tuned to the end for our picks for for Crown Jewel and Battle Autumn. But first, let's get into video games because we got a couple stories here. Uh, to do, and then we'll get to your uh review because I don't have a review this week because I have not played a game. Um, but we'll we'll get your review. Uh, starting off. Uh, there was a, uh, uh, there was an earnings call this week from Lionsgate CEO, John Feltheimer said that, um, the studio has been fielding proposals for a new video game based on John Wick. Uh, this time though, there, he said that it would be a big triple A game. Well, that'd be good because yeah, the last game was just like a little strategy game. You know, it was cartoony graphics. Yeah, it was, it was it was okay for what it was, but yeah, it. I mean that that movie should be a video game. I mean, it, it basically is a video game on your screen anyway. Yeah, it's all a these big... headshots that he does. And, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that would be uh, interesting. I don't know. No details. Obviously, he didn't give any details about you know. Specific specifics or any companies are talking to, but he just said they're fielding proposals. Uh, we're interested in moving forward in that direction, but he said I don't have anything more to say at this time. So hopefully it would be a good studio that picks it up, one that's going to make a pretty good game that would be fun to play. And uh, I would so fucking be down for a John Wick video game. I would play the hell. That would be fun if they made it anywhere near like the movie, where it's just running gun and shooting people and jumping in and out of cars and shit. Those movies are just insane from the get-go. And so a game in the same universe, you know, fall it doesn't have to follow the same story. Just give me John Wick, that style. Kind of I mean John Wick kinda is a little bit like I'm trying to compare it to a video game. I don't know. I was gonna try to compare it's not, it to a game, but it's I, not really like Hitman because Hitman is more slow pace. Yeah. It's more like Max Payne, I'd say. That's what I was thinking, Max Payne, yeah. Because not the story, but just the action portion, it's more like Max Payne. I mean, the story, you know. A little bit like the story. Uh, but yeah, so there, there's that. Um, we had uh, another week, Nathan, of a game, but this is this was not leaked in a way that we've ever seen before. Uh, this is Hideo Kojima's new game. Um the video, which was removed from streamable, obviously for violating terms of service, shows a character who looks a lot like Mama from Death Stranding, if you know who that game is. Um, basically, it just shows them walking uh, dark corridors, 
uh, there's a flashlight, and then uh, something catches up to them, and then it just shows a, a Hideo Kojima game called Overdose. Um, but what's weird about this, the gameplay footage it has the footage, and then it has like a picture-in-picture view of a person playing it. So essentially, it's like a Twitch streamer. Um, and then uh, so then it, it you could tell it was saved to like a Google Drive, and then but it's also filmed from another camera looking at that footage. Um, so it's like filmed. So it's like it's been played three or four times before it actually got uploaded to this site. Um, very weird. It's not like just a high quality, you know, week. It's not like it's something that, you know, we've seen before where it's high quality stuff. Uh, it's it's very low quality. It's very it's filmed from a looks like a like a phone filming on top of onto a tablet. So it, it looks weird, and there's like reflections on the screen, and it's very 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 weird. Um, a lot of people are claiming this could be fake, but I I don't know. It's a very weird leak because it's not a high-quality leak, which I don't think could be – just the way it, it, it was filmed and the way it looks, it doesn't look like it is, like, fake, you know? Because I just don't yeah. – I don't see why you would put this much effort and make it look like this if, for it to be uh, – for it to be fake. Yeah, I don't either. And, you know, why would somebody release that? You know, like uh, it, like if they were trying to get some notoriety or whatever, why yeah. would they release something like that? Because that, I mean, it, yeah, it does say like the name of the game and stuff, but it's like you said, it's so bad quality. You can't really tell what's going on. And uh, who knows? I guess we'll find out. Maybe Kojima will change the name of the game now. I don't know. I don't know. Just to yeah. throw people off. I it, it just it's a weird leak because usually when you see a leak like the GTA leak that happened, like it's very high quality, and you can see that it was professionally done. And and this leak just looks like someone just like somehow got their hands on like a play test or something, and someone sent it to them and they they recorded it off something. I mean, it's very weird. So I feel like this is a legitimate leak. Um. Uh, just in the way it was filmed. Um, like I said, it's a horror game, but you can't really tell much about it. So I guess maybe soon we'll get an official uh, announcement uh, and maybe get an official uh, like release date or something. But I don't know. It's got people talking, which is always what happens with these leaks. And, you know, Hideo Kojima obviously is one of the best, you know, video game storytellers or creators or whatever you want to call them of all time. So very looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, it's super, just, just weird. We got leaks all the time now, and this one was probably one of the strangest ones I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Was it, uh, was it the Xbox game or the PlayStation games? What I'm wondering. Yeah, that I don't know. Because he's making, he's making a game for Xbox, and he's also making a game for PlayStation. I would say if it was, if it had a character from Death Stranding, if it's the same character, then it's probably PlayStation. Yeah, that's true. But again, that could have been very, very early on tests, and they just used, you know, leftover, like, you know, they just used a leftover character, right. and they just they put it in there, and it because it seems weird because Death Stranding was was that a horror game? Eh, not really a horror game. It's like a I don't know what the hell you call it. It's a 
what I would call it, what a lot of people called it, was it was like FedEx Simulator. Uh, all <laughs> yeah. You would deliver, you delivered packages from across the whatever, and you had to walk. And sometimes you got on some vehicles, not really. You just had to walk a lot, and you could pee. I don't know why you'd want to, but you could pee. That stranding was a weird game. Um, the worst part about this whole, um, by the way, is the dude's shirtless, and you can just see this dude's no shirt um, hanging out while he's recording this. So, uh, it's very weird. This is the weirdest leak ever. Um, you can't real hardly find the video anymore because it's been taken down. But uh, if you search hard enough, you could find it. But yeah, it's just some shirtless dude holding his camera up to a tablet. It looks like, and then you can kind of see that it's. Again, if this is fake, A, why? I mean, why do it this way if you're going to fake it? Unless it's, I mean, it's a good fake, I guess, you know, makes it look. But it's just weird. It's just, this is just weird. It's, it's a weird, weird leak. Um, let's see anything else we got here as far as stories. Uh, um,. Uh, we do have um, Sony has confirmed uh, five games for the PS uh, PS Plus Premium. Ooh. Um, so we've got it's a 20 year anniversary, Nathan, of Ratchet and Clank, and so Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is getting five new armor sets based on French franchise history. Well, there you go. There's that. Um. So we got Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank going Commando, Ratchet and Clank up to Arsenal, Ratchet and Clank Deadlocked, and Ratchet and Clank Future Tools of Destruction all going to be on PS Plus Premium. All right. All PS3 games. So. Yeah, that means they're all streaming. Yep. God damn. You know, I didn't know they made that many Ratchet and Clank games. Well, most of those I'm pretty sure were PS2 games also. So why not why not make the put the PS2 version so you can actually download them? Because it's Sony, Nathan. Nah, <laughs> <so> <laughs> <stupid>. <laughs> but yeah, those are coming. Uh the full announcement of what's coming is coming uh I think these are all going to be on November 15th, by the way. Um but I think they're going to have a full announcement of what's coming later of all the games that are coming to premium but that's they just dropped that early because i guess it's ratchet and clank's you know anniversary or whatever so they decided to do a little something special there huh. um and um yeah i don't see uh we also had a week of sonic frontiers um the, the tv show or the game uh we got, again, it got liked online, so, uh, yeah, if you don't want to, if you're going to play this game, I would not, I'd be, be careful on the internet, because obviously this stuff's been leaked, um, and uh, a lot of the story's been leaked, and a lot more stuff, so. Weeks again, Nathan. Yeah, that's going to, any, anytime a game comes out that's going to also be on the Switch, it's going to be leaked, because... People, people have those those hack switches, man, and they're gonna they're gonna get their hands on those files. So yeah, it happens uh, every single time. 
Yeah. So if you, if you, if you don't want to see it, you don't want to see spoilers. You don't want to see what this game actually looks like. Um, I would avoid searching for Sonic Frontiers for until the game comes out. <laughs> so yeah, just be on the lookout out there in the, in the on the in the uh, World Wide Web because uh, people don't care and they're gonna leak it. So all right, Nathan, do you want to get into your little uh little review here of of Cialis? Yeah, that's what I call it because I. Signalis, I guess, is what it's really called, but it's more fun to say Cialis. Uh, <laughs> this game, so they tout it as uh, being like Resident Evil and Alone in the Dark and all those games. It's like a P. They 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 said it was like a throwback to like the PS1, PS2 era of horror games. Is what they yeah people so, said. They definitely took some uh, some uh, some of the stuff from those games. So at the beginning of the game, Ryan, let me just say this. I'm not going to spoil anything, but for the first 45 minutes of this game, it is just puzzle after puzzle mm. after puzzle. And a lot of it is basically stuff like, you know, you're, you're, you're exploring this underground thing. And you're going through these tunnels or whatever, and it's just you know you pick up a piece of paper, and maybe somewhere on that piece of paper is a code that you'll have to use later, and then you have to, and it's just a lot of that, and then you have to go unlock stuff and all this stuff, and it is just a lot of that, and you're just going back and forth and back and forth, and uh, you're gonna need a lot of walkthrough help on this game, uh, but. It controls, it controls better than uh, Resident Evil One and Two and Three on the PlayStation. It's uh, they do have it to where you turn, kind of like it, but it can. It's not the, it's not the uh, standstill camera that they used before. It, you can actually, you can actually move around. It's uh, it's, it's a little like it. And they do have the atmosphere of a Resident Evil game. It feels like something's going to happen, even though nothing does. But it feels like something's going to happen throughout the first 45 minutes. Um, and then uh, when you finally do get to have some combat, Ryan, uh, it is a lot like Resident Evil where uh, you hold the tri right or left trigger and then you turn. And then you press the right trigger. So the left trigger you hold, right trigger shoots. You have to move the, the other stick up and down to aim. So it's a lot like Resident Evil in that. Uh, not not, not fast-paced action. It's pretty slow-paced action. Uh, um, also, there is point-and-click style stuff like Mist and Alone in the Dark where you go into like a first-person view and you're like, to, to travel in that area, you have to just point and click where you want to go and it pushes you over there. And it's a little different. So they get, you got that kind of style mixed in with the Resident Evil style. Overall, you know, like I said, it's got the atmosphere of those kind of horror games. So that's going, got, it's got that going for it. The art style is uh, cartoony-ish, uh, kind of Japanese anime style. Mm -hmm. Um but overall, it's, I mean, it's not my cup of tea. I played it for an hour and a half, and I think I'm done. Uh, <laughs> but some people could be into this kind of game. It's very slow-paced. 
Uh, so it, it's it's you just got to be up for it. It's, it's got to be the kind of game you want to play. Um, huh, I will definitely probably check it out. It is free on Game Pass if you have Game Pass. Um, so I'll probably check it out there. Also available on Switch, PS4. Uh, it's also in Steam. Uh, so if you want to check it out, um, twenty bucks is the price if you buy it. So that's actually not too bad of, for a game. Um, I don't know. I might check it out. See what I think. Um, I've heard mixed things. A lot of people say they like it, and then there's a lot of people say they don't. It's, it's just one of those games that I think you have to like the style of game to like it. Uh, it it's not. It's not going to be for everybody. Um, no. So. It's one of those. It's a niche game, I'd say. Uh, it's a horror game, but also more puzzly. And they say there are some. I, I've seen online people said that there are some moments that uh, get get too hard or it just get weird. Um, so I don't know. I might check it out this weekend. Got some finally off, so we'll see. Uh, I I I would have a review this week, but I would have not played a single moment of video games this week. Um, I apologize for that, but work has kicked my ass, and I just didn't have time to play video games much this week. So hopefully I'll play something this weekend and then have a review uh, next week. So, all right, let's jump. All in. right, let's jump into wrestling. Let's, let's talk about this weird ass dynamite show uh, because this was uh, uh, certainly a show. I can say that. Uh, started the match all night off with yeah. Jay Lethal and Darby Allen. Now, was this a this was not a this was uh, I don't why are they feuding? Why are they wrestling again? I mean, I know they're in the middle of a feud, I mean, they I did remember, have a, they did have a match, they had a match together, that's why they got a feud going. No, <laughs> okay. Uh, this was uh, you know, Jay Lethal was amazing. Now, there was a moment where uh, Darby um, did a suicide jive, or suicide jive, suicide dive to the outside on Satnam Singh, and he fucking just bounced off of him. <laughs> Satnam Singh so yeah. big. Darby just, it was like a fly landed on him. Uh, the ending of this match comes, of course, Bryce Rinsberg, uh, you know, is distracted because the referees are always distracted. And a guy in a sting mask hit Darby with a bat, allowing uh, Lethal to hit Lethal. A very crappy sting mask. Yes. Uh, The guy takes his mask off, and it's Cole Carter, the former guy from NXT. Woo! Is what I said. Woo! He took his mask off, and I went, who? I forgot completely. I know. Some no-name dude, and we're supposed to be like... is this supposed to be a big moment? And I was like, who the fuck is this guy again? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's how everybody in the crowd was. Too. Yeah. And then Sting's music hit. And then Jeff fucking Jarrett walks out. He gets in the ring and hits Darby with a guitar. And then he grabs the mic and talked about how his family's been in business since 1947 and he's basically I guess it's declaring war on AEW or something and then he did his slap nuts thing holy fuck are you kidding me <laughs> just why it's, it's turning into uh, this is turning into Nitro 2000 why the fuck do we need to see now they hired he was also gonna like 
work backstage. That's fine. He's got a great mind, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Apparently, he's going to be helping them maybe try to set up house show dates and run house shows. And it's kind of what he was doing in WWE. He was the house show guy. So the live event coordinator or whatever. That's fine. Why? Hmm. In 2022, do we need to see fucking Jeff Jarrett on TV? <laughs> no one wants this at all. Nah, no, nobody. Nobody. Outrageous. I mean, this... Some of the people they fired, it's like, you know, they hire people. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But Jeff Jarrett, like, really? What is he What is he bringing other than backstage, which is fine. Like I said, I am the key. Fucking Tony Khan needs all the help he can have backstage. So Jeff Jarrett's fine for only being backstage. But what's he bringing in in 2022 to TV? Like, he's not bringing any fucking anybody to watch this show. Like, just... Made no sense to me. I, I I almost turned it off when Jeff Jarrett got in. I I was almost done already. <laughs> what a start! <laughs> then we had John Moxley versus Lee Moriarty, and Lee Moriarty actually got a lot of offense in on the world champion. Lee Moriarty, this dude. Oh, my God. I don't... I, I, I get that... Um, I get that they don't like... They don't really like squash matches too much in AEW. And, you know, they want guys to get the shine and all that stuff, but... Not against your world champion. You don't have your world champion have a competitive match with a guy like Lee Moriarty. And no, that's no shot on Lee Moriarty. He is a fantastic wrestler. He is he can do some really cool stuff in the ring. But he has done absolutely nothing in this company for months. He wasn't even been on TV in a long time. He's he hasn't been on TV. He hasn't he hasn't been around. And he comes in cold as ice, like not being featured at all, not really being in a prominent position. And he goes up against the world heavyweight champion and he doesn't, and he, he actually gets offense in and he's actually working over the champion. And I, and, and they have this, uh, they have this like, you know, back and forth. And I it's just, I did not, I didn't like it. Did not like it at all. Um, then Lamar Jackson was there as well. It just, ah, I, I don't know. Did not like this match at all. I did not like the fact that, uh, you know, like I said, Lee Moriarty is getting a ton of offense in against the world champion. Um, they do this all the time in AEW, and I don't like it when they do it. I'm okay if it's a guy that's a little higher up on the card or has at least been uh, featured in the last couple. That's always been featured uh, recently on the program. But when it's a guy who hasn't been featured at all um, and he is uh, getting offense in, it's kind of, it's kind of silly and stupid. You're halfway through dynamite. Rock on. 
So uh, what were your thoughts on this match? I, I gave mine. I didn't like it. I thought it was dumb. I don't know. What do you what do you think about Weemore already getting a ton of offense in on the world champion? I mean, I, it's okay. I just wish they would. When they do these things, they 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 think what they're doing is that they're making Lee Moriarty a big deal. But the problem is, whenever they do this, they don't capitalize on it. They'll they'll do this. They'll give him some shine, and then he won't be on TV for three weeks. Yes. So there's no point in this. If 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 you are going to actually capitalize on it, and then like say he's going to start challenging for the T T and T title or something then okay, but you know he's not going to do nothing. This was just a one-off match. Yep. You I mean, know, we'll... it, it would have been better if Lee Moriarty had, has actually been featured in the past six months. I mean, you know, like, he hasn't even been on TV hardly at all, and then he gets a match against the world champion, and then he actually does, you know, it's just it makes it feel weird. It's just weird to me. I can't get behind this match because I know Mox is going to win, but then they're having Liam Moriarty, who hasn't been on TV, hasn't been used at all, get a ton of offense in. It's just, I didn't like this decision. I didn't like this match. And then Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson showing up in the middle of it took everything. You know, like everybody just stopped caring about this match. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, I think what it is, is you got, Tony Khan in his head, you know, is booking like basically like, well, I know this guy is good. And in my head, he's been doing good things in our company, but that's not what's happening on TV. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think like the person watching the show, not like, you know, I I mean, that's for sure. You know, they because they all time they do the dark thing with like, oh, they won a bunch of matches on dark. Yeah, but no one watches. Not everybody watches that show. If you're gonna build somebody up, you need to build them up on the TV show, not on dark and not on elevation. It blows my mind. Then we had Soraya sitting down with uh, Renee Paquette. Uh, Britt Baker. This was weird. Show up basically. Soraya talked about why she joined AEW, and then Renee was like, "Yo, you cleared the wrestle," and Soraya said, "Uh." There's one more doctor she wants to consult with, and she's going to next week. What the fuck does that mean? I think she's talking about Britt Baker. I think she's gonna like, she's gonna beat her up, and then that's gonna clear, confirm that she's cleared. But I guess what was weird was she said that, and we went to like commercial or something, like immediately after, like right after yeah. she said it, and it was it's like it ended so weird. Yeah, it was very. They didn't let it sit at all. Like it happened no. and then it moved on, and you're like, you didn't have time to process what she said. Uh, then we, we had Billy. We also Gun- had a. We also. Had, oh, go ahead. Yeah, we had Billy Gunn's birthday bash. I like this. This was funny. They they mentioned DX. Um, they said that Bowen said you know they had a lot of guests cancel because he didn't go to the reunion. Um, which is I you know whatever. But they actually. They actually did it subtly instead of right in your face like they usually do. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a burn, but, like, that's a burn on Tony Khan because he's the one that didn't let him to go. <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, that was – I like that. I like that because uh, 
when they do it subtly because it actually makes it's actually funnier that way instead of just coming right out and saying stuff about WWE, you yeah. know. Um, and then uh, the Gun Club show up. Um, Morrissey comes from behind, hits him with the big boot. Uh, the Gun Club are weighing everybody down, but then FTR make the save. Um, and then they had a little stare down at the belts before they gave them back to the acclaim. So a little bit of a tease of a future match, hopefully. Then we had Britt Baker. Yeah, yeah, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. They had their own interview. Yeah. And they said they both made that an open challenge for Rampage. So they're going to both wrestle? Is it going to be a tag team match or is it going to be two singles matches? It's probably going to be a tag team. Ryan, this is is AEW. They ain't going to have more than one women's match. Are you crazy? (laughs) Well, the one's women match tonight was five seconds. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Ring of Honor World Champion. We had Jericho versus somebody. It was Colt Cabana. Mm. May or may not have been a shot at CM Punk. I feel like this was a shot at CM Punk. Uh, this match, ooh, there was a lot of uh, miscommunication in this match. Might be because Colt Cabana hasn't wrestled a match in about two years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a miscommunication here. This was not good. Uh, Colt got hit with a code breaker, and that's it. This was eh. I didn't really. This match did nothing for me. You know, like I was just like, eh, it's Colt Cabana and Jericho. I don't really care. Colt Cabana's style wrestling just is not for me. It's just I don't. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, they made their way up the ramp. Um, you know, they look like they're gonna hit Ian Riccoboni, but then Claudio Castagnoli makes the save, and then of course, Jer- of course, the BCC and the Jericho Appreciation Society are still fucking feuding. Oh, Jesus Christ. When the <laughs> hell is this fucking feud going to end? Holy crap. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's been going on way too long. Good God. Uh, then we had the triple threat match for the all Atlantic title. Orange Cassidy defending against Ray Phoenix and Luchasaurus. Eh. Decent. Pretty good. Um... It was Phoenix taking the pinfall loss uh, as he gets hit with an orange punch in midair for the one, two, three. Yeah. I mean, Jungle That's Boy came the, back. It so. was probably the, probably the best decision because I don't think Luchasaurus would have, if he would have won it. I don't know. Honestly, I think that would have been cool to have Luchasaurus walk away with that title. Yeah. And then have... Jungle Boy beat him for it, so then you know. Yeah, um, Jungle Boy gets a singles title, but whatever. So Jungle Boy comes out, um, and he hits him with a bunch of chairs, and then he hit a crossbody off the stage through a table. Then Pack ran down, attacked Orange Cassidy, gave Phoenix the hammer, and Phoenix decided not to use it, and then he got put away. After this match, Pack was attacking Cassidy, but then Shibata comes out. Uh, we had returns and people coming back all over the place on the show. Uh, and then Shibata points to the all Atlantic title. And then, uh, yeah, I guess they're wrestling on Rampage for some reason. Why? They're not going to put I that on pay-per-view? Why. I guess that, well, see, here's the thing. The winner of that match got a dream match against their, got a match against their dream opponent. And apparently 
I guess Shibata is his dream opponent. I since when was that though? I didn't catch that. Yeah, you didn't catch that. That's why I didn't had a catch that. This was also yeah. it was an all away at title match, but it was also for their dream opponent. Yeah, yeah, they defended their. T- they're going to defend the title against their dream dream opponent. So, Sabata just happened to be there and just happened to be Cassidy's dream opponent. <laughs> yeah, I guess. What? That's fucking convenient. <laughs> uh, then we have the TBS Championship. Uh, Nigel comes out with Vicky. Uh, Shafir and Jade brawl to the outside. They get back in the ring. Jade hit the pump kick and is over with Jaded. Fucking awful. Negative stars. This was fucking terrible. What was the point? This was your one women's match on the show and it went five seconds. Not only did it go five seconds, who did she beat? Fucking Marina Shafir for the fourth time. Oh, I was okay with that. But, you know, what was stupid was she distracted her. Uh, Nyla Rose distracted. And then, but she still got the win. Yeah, her distraction did absolutely nothing. Shafir has been booked like a complete and utter goof. Uh, which is okay with me because she is, sucks ass. She sucks. Uh, you know, you don't know me. Um, which she got a huge promo on Dynamite or Dark, whatever. She just said that a million times. She's like, you don't know me. It's like, yeah, well, I know you suck. Uh, yeah. This was bad. I mean, th- you're, you're going to put your one women's match and this is what we give us? Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, like, I know. This could have been put on dark. This did not end to happen on dynamite. Like this was a waste of time. And your main events, the world TV title, the ROH world TV champion, Samoa Joe, finally wrestling again uh, versus Brian cage. Who's finally wrestling again. It's been a while since we've seen either of these two in a match and it's on, uh, you know, Brian cage did his stuff where he does all his high flying, stupid stuff, which he shouldn't do. He did a six one nine. You know, why? I don't know. He did an elbow drop, a twisting elbow drop off the top. Why? Who knows? Brian Cage should just stick doing big man things. Yep. I think that's why he doesn't get over and he won't. He never gets booked the way he should because he thinks he's a cruiserweight and he's 270 pounds. Uh, This was all right. Uh, These two, I don't know. They didn't really click for me. Eh. Uh, Joe gets gets him in the Kikina clutch and Cage tapped out. You know, I don't think the crowd really cared too much, um, it, it, which is sad because these two men haven't wrestled in a while. But then I, you know, no one really cared. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then after the match, the Gates of Agony hit the ring, and then Wardlow comes out, and this is just again, it's Wardlow and Joe, and then uh, and then Hobbs comes out and puts Wardlow away. So I guess Hobbs is going to get the next wasn't shot. This, of the TNT wasn't this the exact same thing that happened on Rampage? Yep, pretty much the same ending. Uh, so. We're just recycling stuff that they've done uh, already. Um, so it looks like it's going to be Hobbs versus Wardlow. Cool. I mean, I'm I'm glad for Hobbs. I really am. It's just, yeah, we're doing the same shit we've done two weeks in a row now. So, yeah, yeah, decent. This show's weird. I I I just I don't know, man. This show, I I just couldn't. It didn't click for me at all. This show just. Some of the stuff they did, Jeff Jarrett, Shibata coming back randomly, uh, the women's match, a lot of it just didn't click for me, and I just did not care too much about this match. Um, 
Speaking of, well, not really caring. I don't want to say that, but uh, let's go to Impact. Yeah. Um, I want to like Impact. I really do. I want to like Impact. <laughs> I do too. But it just. But, but man. <laughs> it's, it's, I. All I right. Have some questionable stuff. Let me tell you. Yeah. So we started the show off. Um, we actually had before the impact, uh, they had an X Division tournament match. So this didn't even happen on the fucking main card. Mm. Uh, but PJ Black defeated Yuta, 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 Uh, so PJ Black moves on. So again, you're not even putting this tournament on the TV. Uh, the show opened up though with Eddie Edwards in the middle of a fucking woods, uh, cutting a <laughs> promo on PCO because, uh, He's saying that basically honor no more doesn't exist anymore. Um, and then he challenged PCO to a match in the desert. But he's in the woods. I know. <laughs> I know. He was in the wilderness when he cut he said he went in the desert match. He was not, I can guarantee you, he was not in the desert. I can know much I can prominently say it did not look like a desert to me. It could have been, but uh yeah. Uh, the first match of the show was uh, Mike Bailey and Kenny King in the exhibition tournament. Uh, Mike Bailey wins. On the right call, he's a former champion. Um, I don't know why he lost it. I still don't get the decision to take the belt off him. Um, but this was a good match. They went back and forth. Um, and then Bailey rolled up King out of this Boston Crab to get the three count. Savannah, El Savannah Evans defeated Jessica. Um, so the ending of this match did Jessica no favors here. Uh, Steels got involved. Ty of Alk and Rosemary attacking her. Two-on-one attack on uh, Tasha Steels, which Jessica was distracted by, leading to Evans hitting a full Nelson slam for the win. Made Jessica look stupid. And the faces look like the heels because they beat up one heel two on one. Convoluted. Yeah. Made no sense. Yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, Kelly, Killer Kelly cut a promo. Oh, you almost said Kelly Kelly. Killer Kelly cut a promo basically saying she's looking for fresh meat to beat. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, That's some choice words. And then Eddie Edwards was again just wandering around the wilderness. This is going to suck. Uh, Steve, Steve Macklin uh, cut a promo talking about how he wants a world title shot. Um, and then we had the magic, the major players backstage uh, basically called out uh, Heath and Rhino saying they want a title shot. Joe Henry just walked out of a freezer, um, said he wanted the digital media championship. And then uh, instead of talking to Brian Myers, he said that he, he was talking to the title itself. So uh, what? What the hell, man? We just had a bunch of people just naming their title. Their, yeah, their pretty much everyone's just you know naming themselves number one contenders for titles. What the hell? Um, and then PCO wandered into the wilderness to confront Eddie Edwards. How he knew who he was, I don't know. Um, a brawl ensued. There was music. Um, this was filmed like a movie. Um, we're like, we even had like, like first person shots. Like we're like we would see it from the view of either PC or Edwards. So I think, are we supposed, is this like a, I don't know. 
Uh, there was a moment where PCO threw, PCO threw Edwards into a tree. Um, he walked on a mandible claw. And then Edwards hit PCO with a fucking rock. Uh, I guess they are in the desert. It didn't look like the desert at first, but they are in the desert now. Uh, PCO got suplexed onto a boulder. He stood up, though, and then chokes him. Edwards on the boulder. And then somehow there's a shovel just randomly, you know, in the desert. In the middle of the desert, there's a shovel. Uh, Edwards hit PCO with it. Um, and then uh, and then Edwards buried PCO under a pile of rocks. What the hell? I don't. That was the worst thing I've seen in a long time, man. It that my description didn't do it justice. Just watch and laugh. <laughs> Fucking you had you had first person shots. Like what the fuck were we supposed to believe this was? Was this real? <laughs> yeah, really. What the hell? Ah, then we had Sam and Callahan defeat Derek Young by disqualification. I am tired of this violent by design shit. By the way. Yeah, I'm done. I this has been on for too long. They need to have this over, especially with with Joe Touring being gone, with you know because he has cancer and all that. Like, just end this. Um, this ending came. Uh, a bunch of minions showed up, and they they were wearing yellow. So yes, minions. Uh, and they <laughs> all attacked Canahan, Callahan. So, um, two of the minions with their hoods though, Nathan. It was Alan Angels. And you'll never guess who the other person was. Hmm. Connor. From the Ascension. Oh, my God. Big Con. That's what he's going by now. So, yeah. So, I guess the uh, Violent by Design uh, has grown in numbers now with Connor and Alan Angels. Woo! Uh, Ace Austin <laughs> got a win. He defeated Moose. Um... It was a couple weeks ago, you know, someone attacked Ace Austin in the back. It ended up being Moose, um, and Bully Ray came out and helped Ace Austin get the win. So he didn't win clean, but a huge win for Ace Austin as he gets he beats Moose here. So There we go. Maybe it's a push for Ace Austin. Maybe he'll finally get out of fucking X-Division hell. Let's hope. Uh, then your main event, Frankie Kazarian and Josh Alexander defeated Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis, uh, Aussie Osman. A great tag team match. Uh, this was a this was obviously the best match of the night. These four were really good, um, and it was a typical thing of you know Kazarian and and Kazarian and Alexander. You know they're wrestling for the title, but they teamed up here, so that that story. But it worked here. Uh, obviously, Kazarian and Alexander get the win, and so. Uh, Good, good ending, but the rest of this show, whoo, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, it's it's fine. So the set, but they got to do the stupid. Like, Impact cannot avoid doing these cinematic weird shit. And I, I don't, I'm not a fan of it. I, I just don't. And I, and I don't really know why, because wasn't the guy that was doing that was Borash? He was a big factor in it, yeah. And, and he's, gone, he's so. not there now. Yeah, he's not there anymore, so. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That was impact. Fucking weird. Um, you gotta watch that desert fight though. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it it is dumb. I mean, just and it's it was not just that the wrestling's bad or whatever. It's just the way it's filmed. It it it's filmed dumb and it's just yeah. So what yeah. a weird ass uh show. All right. I guess we can get into our predictions for Crown Jewel. 
and Battle Autumn. We, we normally wouldn't do like a, a this is kind of like a secondary show for New Japan, but uh, you know, they got some matches, heavyweight title matches and tournament final semifinals. So it's it's a pretty big show. So and FTR is wrestling for the first time in Japan. So we will uh we'll, we'll get into that. Uh before we get into into it though, Crown Jewel, they had their little press conference today. Nothing happened except Nathan. Logan Paul's got back up at Crown Jewel because his brother Jake Paul is going to be in his corner. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. He got a promo and it was fucking pretty good. Not going to lie. Uh, I hate the Paul brothers, but uh, they are energetic and they got charisma. So, like, you know. Oh, my God. It was only a matter of time before he was going to show up. Yeah. Yeah, so there we go. All right, let's start with Battle Autumn because it's technically going to happen first because it's going to happen at like five in the morning. Uh, yeah, so all right, we're going to kick things. Do you want to do every match? There's only like one eight man tag, and there's a couple tag team matches. Do you want to just do every match? How many matches? There's nine, Ooh. and then Crown Jewel has eight. Oh man, uh, or do you want to <laughs> just do the like the singles matches and the tag team and the like the championship matches. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so then it'll be one, two, three, four, five, six matches. So, so six and nine, it, six and eight is uh twelve of fucking uh 16, fourteen. Fourteen there on fourteen. Fourteen. All right. So for the junior heavyweight tag team champ. Wait, one, two, three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches. One, two, three, four, five. No, six. <laughs> We're good. Six matches. Okay. We got it. All right. For the junior heavyweight tag team championships, TJP and Francisco Akira defending against Walsh and Nogres de Japan, Bushi and Titan. I did not know TJP and Akira were the tag team champions. So this threw me off when I saw this. Right. Uh, but as champion, I guess I don't know if it's an advantage or what to go first. But uh, I, <laughs> I guess you can. I don't know. Ah, uh, boy, I'm. I'm guess I'm gonna go with uh, TJP in this one. Uh, I'll go four points. I only because I know Bushi's. He's been junior heavyweight champion before. Who else? Who's his partner? Bushi and Titan. Who the hell's Titan? I don't know. Yeah, that's another reason why I'm going. The, He's up Mexico. He's from CMLL. All right. Well, we're going. We're going. We're yeah. We're going. Uh, we're going TJP four points. I guess he's a member of Wilson Alvarez. Or hmm. whatever the fuck you say that name. You said four points. Yep. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna agree. I. I. I you know. Uh. I don't know much about any of these people other than TJP. So. This is a little New Japan's uncharted territory for me a little bit. Um, but I'm just going to say the champions are going to win. And, uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go. I, I don't want to match it, but uh, I don't, I'm don't. i not too confident in this shit. So. <laughs> yeah, usually Bushi would always team with uh, Takahashi. But isn't he injured still? I don't know if he's injured, but he's he's been doing all like he's moved up in division. So. All right, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just match it. Four points, because I have no idea. I really don't. Um, so we're going to talk Takahashi 
This is why he's not in that match, by the way. Uh, Yujiro Takahashi is taking on Hikuleo because Hikuleo was supposed to wrestle Carl Anderson for the Openweight Championship, but uh, Anderson's obviously doing Crown Jewel, so they put him with Takahashi. This is a big size of different difference, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, you go first. Uh obviously I think Hikuleo is gonna win. I think he is going to be the one to get the title shot eventually when Carl Anderson does come back. Um, so I don't think you have him lose here. It's probably gonna be Hikuleo versus Anderson at uh the the Wrestle Kingdom, I would say. So uh Hikuleo uh Five, six, six points. Yeah, I think Kikulay was, uh, he may have won this match. I don't know. Like, if, if Carl Anderson would have been there. I don't yeah, know. Th- yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go Hikuleo 10 points. Woo. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, semi-final tournament match to determine the New Japan World Television Championship. First one, Sonata versus Ren Narita. Thought, you know, this was supposed to be about elevating the young talent, and then we got Sonata. But... Yeah, that's a... He's been there a while. Um, I think this is Ren Narita's title to win, honestly. So, I'm going to go with Ren Narita. <laughs> I'm gonna go seven points. Yeah, oh, I, I was, I was thinking Narita's gonna win it too. Um, he's, he, it feels like the title's like for him in a way because it's a young talent and it's designed to go up. So, I think Rin Narita gets the win here as well. The, uh, I'm gonna say ten. Rin Narita Ooh. ten points. The other semifinal match: Zack Saber Jr. versus Evil. Now, I mean, what? <laughs> Evil and Zack Sabre Jr., both 35 years old. Both. Okay. I have no idea. Yeah, um, New, New Japan really doesn't have uh, young people in their company. So. Not really. Yeah. Um, I don't know where to go here. Um, these are both, aren't they both heels or bad guys or whatever? I guess you would say that, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say, I don't know. I, I'm gonna say Saber Jr. gets to win. Um, and then Narita can beat him. Uh, I, I don't know where they're going with this. Uh, I'm gonna say Zach Saber Jr., three points. All right. I'm going to go with uh, – just because it got to pick something to where it's different. Uh, evil, two points. Evil, two even, points. Even though evil shouldn't be nowhere near this title. Yes. Uh, then the other match we're going to do, the tag team title match, the IWGP Tag Team Championships. FTR finally making their way to Japan. To defend against United Empire's Great Ocon and Jeff Cobb. Man, I don't know. Does FTR start to lose their titles already? Or are they going to... Because... I don't know. 
They didn't. They, I thought they were going to hold all four belts at one point, you know? Yeah. But it's kind of looking like Tony Khan really don't care for the, if that happens. So maybe they start to lose them all here, Ryan. I'm going to – oh, man. I'm going to go Great O'Con and and uh, Jeff Cobb for – no, I can't do it. I'm going FTR. I'm going to FTR five points. Um, yeah, I think I FTR. Like, I feel like FTR is going to wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I think that's what they want FTR to be at Wrestle Kingdom. I was. I think this New Japan, we're going to agree almost every match other than that one because I, I, I don't think they do too many title changes on this show. Um, I think they're going to wait till Wrestle Kingdom to do most of them. Um. So I, I'm in agreement with you. I hate to agree with you on like every single match so far, most, but I, I just can't go against FTR. I think they want them at Wrestle Kingdom. I think FTR want to be at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, and so, yeah, I got to go FTR. Uh, let's see. Fuck. Um, I have no idea, dude. This it's just. It's it's New Japan. I had no confidence in New Japan at all. I'm not gonna lie. I I have no idea about what they do over there. So, um, seven points. Any rate event for the United States Heavyweight Championship. Will Ospreay defending against Tetsuya Naito? Huh? Oh man, this one's tough. Yes, Naito. Um, I feel, Naito, I feel like is on on the way down. Yeah, I think he should have signed with WWE. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't. I think Will Ospreay is going to hold this belt at Wrestle Kingdom too. I think I don't know who's going to beat him for it, but yeah, I, I yeah. again, I, I, I don't think they'd change many titles here. Yeah. Especially so not let's go uh, Will Ospreay 7. Man, this is not... Uh, <laughs> this is very exciting here for this one uh, because, yeah, I, I it's, New Japan's they don't change their titles very often. Uh, and they have been lately. They, they have, have been, been lately. lately. Battle Autumn, is this like a thing that's happened before or is this like the first time this, is, this show's happened? This is the first time. Okay, so they could pull some stuff out. Um, I don't know. Um, I have no idea. Uh, I think I think we're I, I think Allspray's going to retain though. I don't think he loses it here again. I think he's going to wrestle Kingdom as champion on the same boat as you. I don't know who he wrestles and who he's going to lose it to, or who is whatever. But um, I think I think they want him at Wrestle Kingdom as champion. So um, Osprey eight points. All right, now let's get to where we'll probably disagree. Crown Jewel. Everyone's favorite pay-per-view where they go to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah. Woo. All right, so I guess this match was made after Raw, a rematch for the Women's Tag Team Championships as Alexa Bliss and Asuka defend against Damage Control. What the hell? Uh, Alexa Bliss and Asuka just won the tag team titles uh, on Raw and now defending it against Damage Control. The former champions. So, um, I, I'm I'm gonna say Oscar and Bliss retain. 
because I think it'd be pretty stupid to uh, have them lose it and then re- and then have Dakota Kai and Sky like re- win it right back. Right. Uh, so I'm gonna say Alexa Bliss and Oscar retain for how many? What what's the total here again? Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, just making sure. Uh, Bliss and Oscar. D- let's see. I use four, six, ten. Uh, shit. Bliss and Oscar for nine points. Yeah, I I gotta agree with you on this one because. I highly doubt they'd flip flop the titles that quick. Yeah. <clears throat> Plus, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll tell you about that. My other mm-hmm. reason why in a minute. But yeah, I'm gonna go uh, Bliss and Oscar. Thirteen points. Woo! All right, let's get this one out of the way. Braun Strowman versus Omos. All right. That's all. I, yeah, that silence was uh, exactly how I feel about this match. <laughs> Sorry, I'm eating kids' candy. I, I, uh, I it's okay. That silence summed up this match. <laughs> all right, let's go with. Uh, God damn. I don't really know what they're doing here. I don't either. But Braun Strowman seems to be popular in Saudi Arabia, so I'm going to go Braun Strowman, eight points. You say Strowman's popular, but the size of Omos is they're probably going to be in all of that. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to build Omos back up, or if they're building Braun up. Um, uh, uh. Just for the argument's sake, just to, to be different, I'm going to say almost. I think it's Saudi Arabia, and as we've always said, shit doesn't really matter over there. Uh, matches don't really, I mean, other than championship matches, nothing else matters in Saudi Arabia. You could lose in Saudi Arabia, then it doesn't matter the next night. So I think I think someone would be fine with a loss to Omos. Um, this match is going to suck a lot. This is going to be terrible. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna say almost two points because uh, I'm not not very confident in that one. All right. Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a steel cage. I guess that women's Scarlet's involvement. What's uh, she gonna wear, by the way? Yeah, yeah, she might not even be there. <laughs> uh, so also with that almost and Strowman, I think like after the matches over, they're gonna like become a tag team or something. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> He fucking, I mean, might as well. I mean, I don't uh, <laughs> be something for him to do, I guess. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who won the last match? Uh, Cross did right? because Scarlet fucking sprayed him in the eyes with a mace. So Cross technically is 1 0, I guess, on Drew. And Drew can get out of the cage without pinning yes. Cross here. So I'm going to go Drew McIntyre to get his win back here. Oh, man. What the hell do I got left? You have used. Oh, by the way, I just now noticed you used seven twice. Oh well. Would have I used six? You have not used six. I'll uh, put that six over on that one seven. Which one, Narita or Osprey? Uh, Osprey. Okay. All right. So you've used four, ten, seven, two, five, six, thirteen, eight. All right. Well, I guess I gotta get some of these little ones out of the way. So I'll go three on Drew McIntyre. Um, yeah, 
That's a good pick. Um, I don't know. I think they they Triple H is really high on Cross. Um, and again, it's a cage match, so yeah, McIntyre could win technically without uh like losing, getting pinned. But I, I think I still think they're gonna keep Cross strong for whatever reason. I don't know if he's gonna go for the title eventually or what he, whatever what's gonna happen. But I I think Cross wins here. I think Cross gets it done again. Uh, and I'm highly confident in this. Mm. I'm gonna go not uh the well not that high. <laughs> no, nah, fuck it. Eleven points. Wow. Tag team undisputed, whatever you want to call these titles, undisputed universal fucking tag team titles. Usos defending against the brawling brutes, Ridge Holland and Butch. Yeah. Uh, pretty sure Usos aren't going to lose the titles over here in Saudi Arabia. I'm surprised they can go to Saudi Arabia, but I guess it's not. I guess they have different walls. Yeah. I know they can't um, go to Canada, but I guess Saudi Arabia don't give a shit if you're about DWIs. Yeah. <laughs> so I go, I think I'm going to go Usos uh, for 12. Yeah. Um, I think this one, this I think we've got two matches on the show that are pretty much locks. Uh, <laughs> I think you think the same two I'm thinking. So uh, I'm gonna go Usos 13. I think these are these are the this is one of the lock matches. Uh-huh. Bianca Belair versus Bailey for the Raw Women's Championship. Interesting match here because uh, I could see it going either way. Uh, Belair winning the first match. Bailey's beat her a couple times. Uh, Damage Girl just lost the tag team titles. We both think they're gonna retain, lose. I don't know. Do they end Bianca Belair's streak in her reign in Saudi Arabia? They haven't changed the women's title over there yet. Nope. Um, I I'll go first. I don't. I I'm a big fan of Bailey. Um, I just don't think they're done with Belair as champion. Uh, she's still over. And she's still putting on good matches. And so I think even though it hurt Bailey to lose twice, and this is last woman standing, so got to keep that in mind too. Yep. Oh, that's a boring match. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Belair wins five points. Uh, just for those reasons that you just stated, they've never changed the title here. They, mm-hmm. it's a last woman standing match. I'm going the opposite, yeah. and I'm going with Bailey, two points. Yeah, I, I, I would almost lean towards Bailey. I don't know, man. I just don't know. I don't know where they. I Belair would obviously get a rematch probably, but then I don't know where they'd go with Belair. I mean, she's. I don't know. It's interesting where they're where they're gonna go there. Nikki Cross also, is, who knows what's gonna happen with her later. I don't know. The women's division in Raw is pretty, pretty interesting. SmackDown mm-hmm. not so much. Yeah. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. The rematch. Maybe finally we won't get a screwy finish here. And uh, maybe we'll actually have a decent match here. What am I saying? It's fucking Bobby Lashley. It's a, it's a Lesnar match. It's gonna go five minutes. <laughs> But we won't get a Roman Reigns screw job, so we actually have a legitimate winner this time. I don't know, man. I'll let you go first this time because I, I, I got thoughts, but 
Um, it depends if Brock Lesnar is sticking around or not. And it also depends how they feel about Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Because Vincent Mann seemed high on Bobby Lashley. But is Triple H high on Bobby Lashley? I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like Bobby Lashley should get this win clean over Lesnar because I feel like he's going to be the one that sticks around. Mm -hmm. But I am not confident in this match at all because Brock Lesnar seems to never lose. So I'm going one point. Man, you hit it right on the head exactly what I was thinking. Uh, (laughs) I was thinking the exact same thing. I think Lashley deserves the win. I think he should win in a pretty dominant fashion. Uh, Lesnar should weave for a while and hopefully not come back for a long time until the next Saudi show when he gets his massive payday. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I, I was in the, I was thinking right before you said it, I, I was thinking it, so I'm not going to change it. Uh, Lashley, one point, I think, on the same way, Lashley should win, but it's Brock Lesnar. And we just never know for sure what they're going to do with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So for that reason, I'm, I'm going to have to agree. Then we've got two more matches here. The OC versus the Judgment Day. AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson versus Finn Bauer, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio. Six-man tag. Uh, we got the Rhea effect here, obviously. Yep. Mm, I saw what I had left here. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I got 12. Okay, okay. Well, I don't have to go big on this one. Yep. Me so, too. I uh, I don't know who the woman's gonna be. I think it's probably gonna be Raquel. I don't know for sure, but I think whoever it is shows up tonight to help the OC get the win, which will lead to, I guess, a mixed War Games match at Survivor Series, which would be weird, but I guess it could be done. Uh, I'm not sure how that but that's looks like where we're heading yeah uh, so here's what I'm thinking you go ahead and make your pick real quick Uh, I'm going to say OC for 12 alright I think that's going to be your downfall because I think I do think I think a lot's going to be my I think a lot's going to be my downfall by the way (laughs) well I think that I think that the OC needs to lose one more time because of her because of uh of uh Rhea before they get to that blow off match maybe at Survivor Series. Um because having her like if if they get their win back here then what's the point of having another match, you know, if the good guys get their win. So I'm gonna say That's true. Judgment Day is gonna get the win here eleven points. And then Damn Maybe it. afterwards, Raquel Rodriguez comes out. I don't. I don't even think she comes out yet. I think they're just gonna. That's gonna happen yeah. on like a roll or something. That's true. Eh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that makes way more sense. I don't know. I mean, they could lose. You know, they could lose, and then they won three match. Yeah. In war games, um, but it does make sense for OC to lose. They're probably right. And then the main event. I don't know what to expect out of this match. Roman Reigns defending the undisputed title against Logan Paul. I think we all know Roman Reigns is winning this match. Uh, but 
how competitive is this match going to be? Um, is the question? Is, is I think it, this movie this this match is going to have a lot of it's going to have a lot of show business here. Well, especially if Jake of, Paul is going to be out there, so yeah, this going to be just a lot of show, not a lot of dough, if you want to know I me. Mean. So I I just made that up, but so I think I think what this is going to be is uh, Roman Reigns is gonna he's gonna take some of Logan Paul's stuff, but it's not gonna be much. Roman Reigns is gonna hit some of his stuff. It's basically gonna come down to who's gonna punch who. And I think maybe, maybe Logan Paul's brother costs him the match. <laughs> and then maybe then at at WrestleMania we're gonna get Paul versus Paul. Oh good fucking God. I don't know why I just wish that into existence Jesus. but i think that's what's i think that that could happen oh now you said it now it's probably gonna happen in a um, boxing match probably no one did uh i mean i will say jake paul fits right in wwe he's used to wrestling fixed fights so um yeah. uh, uh, i'm on roman reigns 14 by the way yeah i, I mean i figured <laughs> i tired i had already written down <laughs> Uh, me too. I'm going Reigns 14. I this match could sneakily be okay. I am well, not gonna. It's gonna be. It's gonna be entertaining. It's, be it's not gonna be a good match. wrestling match. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a show, as you said. It's gonna be. There'll be a moment where Logan Paul gets a punch in and and knocks down Roman Reigns, and yeah. there'll be a there'll be a there'll be a close a, a close fall. There'll be a near fall. It'll be like a two and a half. It's gonna happen. Then Roman Reigns is probably gonna destroy this kid. Um. But I, I have a feeling this match is going to be – it's not going to be terrible. It's going to be – Morgan Paul is good in the ring, only having two matches. He can handle himself. Roman Reigns can handle controlling the match, and, and he'll wrestle at his slow pace, so it'll be fine. The match will be okay. Roman Reigns is it, he's definitely winning. I don't, I don't see a – I mean, they could do it. But good God if they put the titles on. What, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like – could you just imagine the reaction of people if Logan Paul is the one to knock off Roman Reigns? Yeah. Oh. And then uh, it was announced that Bray Wyatt's going to be here. What do you? This isn't for points or anything, but since we're talking to it, what's going to ha- what's what is going to happen with Bray Wyatt here? Uh, it's probably just going to be another promo where he says some stuff that we get all confused about. Do you? So you don't think Uncle Howdy is actually going to show up? Not in Saudi. No. Yeah, I, I don't think. I think they're hyping it up, but I don't think anything major is going to happen with Bray Wyatt for a while. This is going to be a long, drawn-out uh, thing here. Yeah. So, I don't know. These Saudi shows, I mean, as much as I hate where they are and I hate, you know, the fact that they're there, they some of them are not terrible. Uh, so most of the matches are decent. This show, these so, matches... Uh, that- I just uh, recently found out a little snippet, Ryan, about this uncle howdy thing mm. so as we know bray wyatt's named his his real name is Wyndham. yeah he's named after uh barry Wyndham, his uncle mm-hmm. apparently he used to call barry Wyndham uncle howdy huh so is it barry Wyndham? no but you know that mask that the guy was wearing whether it's bo dallas bray Wyatt, whoever it is that's wearing this mask it looks like a melted Barry Wyndham face. 
God damn! Now that you mention it, it does. I'm look. I'm looking you, at it right now. It it does. Yeah. It is really weird. Now, I mean, you put that to, and it's like, what the fuck? It does look so, a lot like it. <laughs> this is fucking weird. <laughs> this is. I mean, I gotta get WWE credit. This is one of the storylines that, and we know now Triple H is not gonna be dropped out of nowhere. So I. I at least we're going to get some sort of conclusion here. Like I said, this is going to be a long, drawn-out storyline, in my opinion. It's going to go for a long time. How it ends, I have no idea. I don't no idea. Um, if this, I'm assuming it ends at Mania, though. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be Bray Wyatt fighting his inner demons, if it's going to be his brother, if it's going to be somebody else completely. I don't know. There are multiple ways this could go. The storyline is interesting. Um, but like I said, Crown Jewel... The list of matches we have, it, it has the potential to be pretty good um, just because of the matches they're having. All could be really good. So I don't, I mean, again, I don't like that they're there and I hate that they have to go there. But, I mean, I kind of, you can ignore all that. You might be in there for some good, good wrestling. So. Uh, uh, so we will see you all Tuesday morning as we review Crown Jewel. We review Battle Autumn. Battle. Blah, 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 battle Autumn. And also SmackDown and Rampage. We'll get into all that on the Tuesday show, plus any major breaking video game news from the weekend and the releases for the week. We've got some big releases next week as well. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. I already hit you with the socials at the beginning of the show, so I'm not hitting you with them again. I'm just going to say thank you. We appreciate you. He is Nathan. I am Ryan, reminding you to always hit your spots and set your score. Later. <laughs>